guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Arsenio Buck Show, and welcome back to episode number 16 of Stephen Covey's Speed of Trust. Baby, we're talking about choosing abundance. This is really hard, but I'm going to kick this off with, of course, a paragraph. An excerpt from the book, Stephen Covey. Oh my god, I'm just stumbling all over my words. Here we go. Abundance means that there is enough for everybody. The opposite is scarcity. But, and, of course, scarcity says that there is only so much to go around. And if you get it, you probably won't. See, while scarcity may be a reality in some areas, such as, you know, competitive sports or force grading curves and all that crazy stuff, and most of the, mo- the most important things in life, such as love, success, energy, results, and trust, abundance is not only a reality, it's an attractor and generator of even more. <sighs> so, yes. I, Arsenio, have been held accountable, and I've been a victim of that thing called love. You know, a lot of people say, you know what, don't put all your, uh, there There are plenty of fish in the sea, right? That's an idiom for you, of course, English language learners who are now listening to my podcast. That means there are plenty of other people out there. Don't get all bent out of shape because one said no. That's the most important part of anything in life. The most, I mean, that's the ultimate lesson. Because if you could say, you know what, enough is enough, I'm going to choose love, I'm going to choose success, I'm going to choose energy, and you know what, I'm going to compile those results, you know, by an action, a desirable action that I, you know, wrote down in terms of my definitive, definite chief aim. It's really hard to, like, get over that victim mindset, though, isn't it? I mean, if you think about it, if we look at everything that has happened in our lives and say, oh, my boyfriend dumped me, my girlfriend dumped me, I can't, I dumped me, I can't have success, I live in this rural village, I can't do anything about this or that or this or that, I completely understand that. Again, I'm coming from a neighborhood where gunshots rung off every single night. Could you imagine my mindset if I had actually said, you know what, that's a part of me, that's a part of who I am. Remember one of my friends, Robert Del Rosario. From the Philippines, he was actually giving me a ride home, and I was a junior, if I'm not mistaken. No, I was a senior that uh, that year, and he was actually giving me a ride home. And I don't know, a question came up about you know living in this particular neighborhood, and he was like, you know, he mentioned gunshots and homeless people, and he was absolutely correct. But the thing is, I don't have to be a part of that. I chose abundance over that. Not only that, my mother, she still doesn't understand that. I chose abundance. When I actually went to Australia, when I posted that 10-year challenge on my Instagram, that 10-year challenge photo, while, while I was standing in front of the Sydney Opera House, I chose not to be a victim anymore. And you know what? That's what it comes down to. I'm going to talk to you about the Oprah Winfrey, uh, what is it, story real soon. But you know what? Ask yourself this. I'm going to give you three. Do you believe that you love other people and that your own supply of love will be replenished and not diminished? Do you believe that there's room for other people to see things differently than you do and still be right? Do you believe whatever your economic circumstances are, you can share with and benefit others? See, these, again, can destroy that scarcity mindset. And I know a lot of you right now, trust me, I was just talking to Brandon. Brandon's another podcaster out there. And he brings a lot of people on to speak about different topics and whatnot. And Brandon is one of those people who, you know, he mentioned, you know, scarcity mindset, you know, coming from this background or that background, whatever, uh, you know, the, the geographical blueprints and whatnot. And guess what? 
Oprah Winfrey was part of that geographical blueprint. She was born in rural Mississippi. And you know what? She didn't believe, she didn't think of herself as a poor, deprived, ghetto girl who made good. She thought of herself as somebody who, at an early age, knew that she was responsible for her life. Her first media job, she earned only $100 a week. And you know what? Oprah created abundance for not only herself, but for others. She ended up becoming one of the most wealthiest and most influential people of our generation, and especially her being African-American. I think the only African-American to top one billion U.S. dollars. And you know what? I love her quote at the very, very bottom. She said, you should not be satisfied with being a victim, nor with being a survivor. You should aim to be a conqueror. There's an extraordinary quality of spirit that leads one to aspire to conquering rather than surviving. I hope you discover this spirit in yourself. See, role models, insightful, insightful thought leaders, practitioners, you name it. They serve as powerful reminders that we can do something about even the very deep personal character-based issues that impact our credibility. We can do something about it. See, we can increase our integrity, we can improve our intent, and we could likely do it much faster than we could ever imagine. And so, if you look at everything that has happened in your life, trust me, I mean look at everything, and say to yourself, okay, am I going to choose this scarcity mindset, or am I going to choose abundance? A lot of people would say, oh, you have to be more practical, like Gary Vee. If you're in this specific position, well, you know what, hold yourself 100% accountable, but now you are aware that you are not content with what's happening in your life. And if you're not content, now you can make a decision to go uh, go forth and say, you know what, enough is enough. I'm not going to do this anymore. See, guys, that's how winners are made. That's how you begin to conquer. See, I'm not surviving. You know, I was actually talking to Brandon again. He mentioned, he's like, man, I used to be around those people, walk up down the streets of those people, and they were just surviving. Paycheck by paycheck in terms of what's happening out there in America right now. And I remember, um, what is it? There was a guy named Oscar. One of my friends, uh, what is it? One of my friend's parents' boyfriends. So his his mother's boyfriend. I remember I saw him one time, 2003. I said, Oscar, how you doing? Yeah, same old. Life sucks. Scarcity mindset. If we even fast forward to what, of course, a guy on Instagram said. You know, a guy that I've known and went up to, uh, what is it, up this specific mountain and we were running and doing this and doing that. And we went into these deep valleys out there in Las Vegas. I remember, <clears throat> excuse me, he said, just recently, I said, hey, man, how's everything doing? I haven't talked to you like in three years. He said, yeah, man, just working. Wow. I never want to be like that. You know why? Because I believe he has a scarcity mindset. He believes this is what life is and there's no outer circle of that. If only he had listened to some of my podcasts and listened to me from 2016, like I told you guys to do, go all the way back to 2016 and listen to me. Just listen to me. I'm a much different person now. So guys, it's completely up to you. Answer those questions and ask yourself, are you choosing abundance? Or are you one of those people who are come from a family where mothers always complain and they say they don't have enough? And of course, if they don't have enough and they keep repeating they don't have enough, the subconscious doesn't know what's good or bad. It's just going to take in whatever you seemingly believe. And that's how blueprints are generated. Well, you could generate your own blueprint right here, right now. So what's it going to be?
I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.